Everybody and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode eighty-six, weekend yes. edition. Hello, Weird Science. Hello, Weird Science. We're here on a June 9th, two thousand nineteen, to record tonight. And before we get on to the four books that we're going to talk about, let's uh, let you inform you on everything that we are and do, and where you can find us. We have a website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where we review almost every book each and every week, and we have reviews for each of these books tonight all done by me i should be very <laughs> proud i reviewed all the books that are going to be on the podcast tonight we also have a twitter at ws marvel comics where i always say that if you follow us we will definitely 100 percent follow you back that is our philosophy of life we are on itunes stitcher google play just about everywhere uh, any podcast of questionable quality can be found <laughs> and if you're listening to it right now and you are able to give us a rating and review we would love it if you would. Appreciate we're not going to demand it. We don't do no. that. But yeah, we would really no appreciate prizes, that. None of that. No, we're not giving out <laughs> stickers or anything. We have an email at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. And we do, on the weekend edition, read all the mails. And we read every single mail, whether they're positive, negative, or in between. Most of it's been pretty positive so far. I don't think we've had any that have really talked trash on us yet. Uh, it'll come, though. It, it will come. But yeah, we we've read everyone. We, we think yeah. we fixed those issues, though. We see. Well, Hopefully. yeah. Now, those were reviews. Those weren't emails, for the most <laughs> part those were on itunes reviews who knows if those people even know that we fix those issues but uh we read every mail except dispatch dcu's one for you that night you were drunk uh we did not <laughs> read that and i never got back to it but we also have a patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science where you can support us for these two weekly shows that we do over here at marvel if you do go over to the patreon and subscribe you'll get a pl- bunch of other shows including the weekly patreon Patreon only spotlight picked by the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew. Hello, weird science. And this week they wisely picked Incredible Hulk Last Call number one and Star Wars Age of Rebellion yes, Luke wisely. Skywalker number one. <laughs> so if you want to listen to us talk about those, you'd have to go over and subscribe on the Patreon. And it's one of the lower levels. Um, and we do that each and every week. Two books every week are on the Patreon only spotlight that comes out on Wednesday night. That is the beginning of our recording schedule, as we always say. Uh, and as always, all this information we have found in the show notes of this episode. So you can go check those out. And before we go on, uh, we'll warn you, we don't curse here on the Marvel podcast, right? No cursing allowed. Try not but to. we will spoil the crap out of all four books we're covering tonight. So we will be doing Captain Marvel number six, Dead Man Logan number eight, Tony Stark Iron Man number 12, and Deadpool number 13. But we're going to start off right now with Captain Marvel number six. All right. And Captain Marvel number six is going to be a trend tonight. We have three books tonight of the four that are actually War of the Realms tie-ins. And I said to you, one thing that I don't mind, I I hate when you're reading a a book and it gets hijacked by an event. You know, all of a sudden, and I'll tell you, one of them in in a weird way would be Venom. 
you know, the Venom book. Oh, yeah. Changed Venom's up. really. You end up having Cullen Bunn jump in and it is different writer and, and everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, them kind of resting up to get to the carnage stuff. Yeah, uh, I would this think summer. so. But I hate when you have an event where if you're not involved in the event and you have a book on your pull list and you go in, you go into the comic shop and you're like, oh, man, it's a tie in. And then you start reading it. It has nothing to do with anything that your book had (laughs) dealt with or anything like that. And you're like, you know, you feel hijacked Uh, with that. These three that we have tonight aren't quite like that. And actually, I actually like the way this is because especially starting with this Captain Marvel before I go into the stats of it, um, these books are one of those that if you are reading a Captain Marvel or a Deadpool or a Tony Stark and you were like, hey, I'm not going to get involved with that War of the Realms. Well, it's a big thing going on, right? It's it's happening in the world. So even uh, I squeaked there. Uh, Deadpool even almost feels like, um, you know, kind of just more of the same. Or Peter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The thing about the thing about it is, is, yeah. So that when when you go and, and read it, the thing is that you you don't want your book to just ignore the huge thing going on because then people start yelling like, oh, well, yeah. if, oh. if everything's being taken over in the world, how come Captain Marvel's in New York and nothing's happening? And then right there's my voice of awful people on Twitter. It, that's yes. my big impression. Th- that is awful the troll people voice, so to there speak. You go. Yeah. I don't understand. They're in Britain and I saw that the London Tower went down. You have all that. Well, you, you don't want that either. So my favorite thing or what I enjoy is – you go into this tie-in that does – it's based around the event, but it has your characters in it doing you know, what they're doing. And it even yeah. references like a Tony Stark later, uh, Gail Simone jumps on, but it, de- it deals with a lot of stuff that happened in the run up till then. So, yeah. you know, Tony it, Stark's it's the even, only one I have, uh, probably the biggest pr- complaint is that it takes place before war of the realms one, which is weird that it, you know, obviously my, my never ending complaint that it comes yeah. out now, you oh, know, my, but obviously your man's been super delayed. Yeah. And, and I don't think that it, you're supposed to even go. I, I, with me, I think that what they're doing is because if you did have it happen during war of the realms, Tony yeah. doesn't leave Avengers Mountain. He's just yeah. sitting there yeah, in that celestial. So he's making you can't really, Yeah, you can't really have much and, of a uh, book going <laughs> on uh, with that. So uh, with this, though, with this Captain Marvel and, and Deadpool, you don't need to know exactly what's going on with the War of the Realms to enjoy these. And I even will say that the people who would get more mad will be the people who don't normally read Captain Marvel or Deadpool or Iron Man thinking that they have to read this to get, you know, information about the War of the yeah. Realms because you're not going to yeah, get that don't. much anyway. Um, so, uh, you know, these aren't those three-issue miniseries tie-ins. Those are supposed to be necessary. So if you read those, you can get mad and say, boy, I didn't get anything or right, whatever. Uh, these, I, they, you have to keep in mind that people are not all going to read The War of the Realms. Uh, yeah, Captain these Marvel are definitely fans. more for people reading the series than, you know, yeah. I kind of feel bad and, and if so, you're just in the mood to collect everything War of the Realms and yeah, you go out of your way to get then. these. But yeah. maybe what you get on the uh, opposite side are going to be, say, you know, there's Jimmy Werner. He's reading Captain Marvel. And I have like Captain Marvel more than than you have. So I'm reading Captain Marvel. I'm not even touching War of the Realms. And then this comes up and I'm like, you know what? I think that Enchantress thing looks pretty cool. And oh, she's got an army of them. You know what? Maybe I'll check out some more. And maybe that's what they're trying to do. You know, get everybody 
in kind of a middle common ground eventually, but I, I did like this issue. I'll, I'll have to tell you, and I liked it more as a team up issue, almost like a Marvel team up than a yeah. War of the Realms tie in. And it is Captain Marvel number six, right? Captain Marvel number yes, six. I'm, I'm trying to grab my things. It's a strange trip. It's called part one. Captain Marvel and that's number the other six, thing. written by the, Kelly Thompson. Yes. <laughs> the other things about this, though. No, I'm going to. The other things about this <laughs> okay. are uh, most of these aren't one shots. They actually will continue yeah, as no, well. So you have to keep that in mind. Part stories, yeah. And it is written by Kelly Thompson, guest artist, Anna Pola Martello, color artist Tamara Bonvillon. I, I heard she blocked us. Letters by VCs yeah. Clayton Cowles. few. The invasion began in New York. The heroes of Earth gathered to fight off Malachus' forces, but were quickly forced to retreat after evacuating civilians. Now Malachus' army has spread across the globe, each of his allies claiming a continent to themselves. Captain Marvel is leading the strike team to defend Earth, but the heroes are stretched thin, and the war, seem, the war seems on now ending. And it's that's very, you know, a very generic blurb yeah. to start off. Now, the, at least the funny it's not thing the, is, the typical War of the Realms no. blurb. We're all no. The reading. funny thing is, is <laughs> that when we get to Deadpool later on in the podcast. That spells out all of the villains, where they are, all the Malachus forces. It, it spells out all of the continents that they have, which hasn't been done as well as it was in Not that really. Deadpool. But it, and yeah. then when you see Enchantress, it does say South America. And this starts off in Rio de Janeiro in South America. So it does tell, you know, you, you get that idea. But it's weird, too, because this is Captain Marvel. And you start off with Bucky and Natasha. You start off with Winter Soldier and Black yeah. Widow fighting Enchantress Army of the Unliving. And when I first started, I was like, it's a really weird way to start out. But it kind of goes in and, and kind of ties in well. Because if you start with Captain Marvel, it would be odd. Because she does have a bunch of teams that she's on, including the main Avengers team. So when you have Natasha start off and she, her and Bucky are fighting this, you know, army of the unliving of Enchantress. And, and what zombies, happens is basically. A, a, all the zombies are getting killed. And and Black Widow just is like, I, I've had enough. I, I'm going to yeah. get rid of Going this for Enchantress the once and for all. She gets a, a spear and tries to get her. Spears are like the edge used to do in the WWE. <laughs> and she ends up, a big explosion goes, and she has a vision. And the vision is that they, her with Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange are going to defeat Enchantress. And she gets up and yeah. she doesn't understand she, if it's real or it not. She's from Enchantress's point of view, yeah. too. But I don't and, think and, she realizes yeah. that at first. And, the crazy thing is there is that with this, you end up with Enchantress seeing the same thing. She sees yeah. that vision. That's when Natasha realizes, oh, my, things are going to go on. Now, I, I, I kind of have a theory. <laughs> I kind of have a theory Luan later on, too, uh, what you had said might tie in later. But, yeah, they, they just run. They run Bucky's fire and behind them and stuff, <laughs> and they get out of there. But she gets a hold of Carol basically says, come on, we got to get together. We got to go to South America. You know, me and Winter Soldier were fighting Enchantress Army. I had this vision. We have to find Doctor Strange. And she's like, all right, she's tired. She's, she's been working yeah, a, a lot. I understand how she feels. Up three I'm days, exhausted I think right she now. Yeah, yeah. It's like my wife when, when she gets manic. She's up for like four days and then sleeps for three. Still doesn't equal out. But uh, she ends no. up like, okay. And they meet uh, in Rio de Janeiro. Captain Marvel comes there and hugs her. And it's kind of almost like a... Uh, 
end game type of hug too when when they see each other like oh man you're alive and she's like i don't know what you're talking about but you know they go from there they fly to find dr strange and it's a very quick moving issue dr strange is fighting you know there they go and find them but they need in their mind they need to get to rio de janeiro because this is where this vision did happen and she ends up they end up going and running into Enchantress before they get to Rio de Janeiro and even they're like to to, uh, Black Widow like are you really like set to have this all happen in Rio de Janeiro she's like not really married to Rio yeah yeah yeah. so they end up going to fight and it's basically them just like all right I'm gonna punch you that didn't work okay I'm gonna hit you that didn't work Dr. Strange tries stuff and it seems like she needs to get a combination of both Captain Marvel and Dr. Strange because when Captain Marvel when Carol's like all right enough of this I'm just going for the gusto I you know I'm gonna use my powers and Enchantress seems to be here is she doesn't see how Enchantress really is taken down she just sees the people that were there when she was taken down yeah yeah and, and trying to what piece happens that all together and and the thing is they're not in rio de janeiro so it's not going to happen here anyway uh, because the you know like i said the vision was in rio they are not in rio at this point and carol ends up hitting uh enchantress who says that's basically her plan they have a, a pretty cool page where it's like a warped almost like a yeah, out like of focus a it's like an out of focus uh watercolor type chalk type looking thing that i thought was really neat and when both carol and dr strange they get knocked down get knocked out by this when they wake up uh and gather their wits uh they're freaky friday you, you have carol yeah. in dr strange's body and dr strange in carol's body with natasha just looking like oh my god and uh they're trying to figure out all that's going on but with this i before, like how they keep saying uh how enchantress is pretty brilliant having pulled yeah, this off yeah. and doing it what she's done you have uh <laughs> some bleeps there because natasha's like oh crap that brilliant nordic b and they're doing this and one of the things that i like what kelly thompson does here she has a good character moment that i do think especially you know look at me i came on with fresh start you know i'm new i know enough about dr strange i know enough about these characters but some people may not maybe some people are just reading this Captain Marvel out of just from the movie, whatever, and haven't watched the Doctor Strange movie or whatever. But it really points out when Carol's first thing that she realizes as she's in Doctor Strange's body is that his hands just burn constantly. And yeah. it's, it's an awful pain. And I like that where she's like, your hands, it's awful. Is this how it always is? And he's just like, yeah. And she's, I'm sorry, Stephen. He's like, you know what? I, like, yeah, I kind of look at it, it as an old friend. I'm used to it, yeah. but I like that. But then you yeah, have the too. opposite where Dr. Strange is like, oh my God, because he's in, I mean, Captain Marvel legitimately is one of the most powerful beings in the universe. You know what I mean? So he's like, oh my God, this power that you have. It's amazing. Starts touching herself. And, whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch the hands, Magic I Man. Know. And it, it made me laugh. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, Watch as the they're, goods. they're just. Yeah, they're yelling at each other and saying how, you know, oh, you're you're the worst and I could do what you do. I know you can't. That's too much power, whatever. And Natasha's just sitting there laughing on the side and eventually just says, you guys are exactly alike. And again, mentions the idea that, you know, this is brilliant. This is a brilliant plan of Enchantress getting you like this. And yeah. uh, because you guys are just exactly the same. 
And yeah, so with this, they have to figure out. And that, I, that's what I like. I, and it's almost done. This is one of the quickest reads of this week. But I really liked it. I always like Freaky Friday. And I know that when I told you that that was what's happening, you even said yeah. Marvel has yeah, I did roll my lately, eyes a little bit. has a yeah. thing lately with body switching and things like that. But when, when it's body switching, when both are aware and you're just going for the fun of it and things like that. I like it. I like the idea that you have a team up that if Dr. Strange is this Dr. Strange, now you're just going to have Dr. Strange versus Enchantress and you're just going to have a battle of who's the best, you know, um, magician type magic user. This throws a loop into it because Captain Marvel, you know, Carol is in Dr. Strange's body and has to figure it out. Uh, I like that. I actually like that kind of deal with it. Now, at one point, Dr. Strange even says this is weird because all this magic is my knowledge and, you know, my, my, you know, soul basically. And why would it matter the body? And and yeah. And Carol's just like, well, do you think she'd be that stupid to do that? It's that's kind of, hopefully that is spelled out a little more because that is a little forced. I think that that's only in there so that we don't say it and call on it. But other than that, I actually like the freaky Friday deal. I I do. Uh, By the end, they're trying to figure out what's going on. You, You know, you have Dr. Strange trying to teach Carol how to use a basic spell and try to reverse it. And she's yeah. not able, and then they they get attacked by the undead she tries to army. Use a Harry again. Potter spell. Yeah, she uses the expecto patronum, and he's like, it's, "There's no Harry Potter here." And then you have it. Now, this is the <laughs> thing that's weird: is with this vision going on, it almost seems as if either one right now, this whole time. Uh, Black Widow is not Black Widow That Black Widow might be Enchantress Because she did see through Enchantress's eyes Or maybe that'll happen later It's a weird that that vision came from Enchantress's eyes That, uh, you know, Natasha was looking at yeah. So maybe that's what's coming on Because the didn't really work the same way I mean, obviously Enchantress has different powers and spells at her disposal So I wonder if, if kind of what she did, uh, I don't know, reverberated off Natasha differently than the other, other no, people No, I'm saying I think that Natasha is actually Enchantress I'm yeah, saying I, I think I maybe they switched just, as well, yeah Yeah yeah, because I, I maybe it was an all I switch. I didn't really get that vibe, but I'm always wrong I, anyway. I'm just so saying, when, when they have <laughs> this, we never see Enchantress again, and you just have Natasha just hanging back. So I, I don't know if she's there to try to trick them into getting to that. It, nothing's spelled out yet. I'm just saying, when you brought up the idea that Natasha's vision was through Enchantress' eyes, and then the only thing that really Natasha says throughout the rest of the issue is how brilliant and how great Enchantress is. It might have been a little wink-wink that maybe other things got changed as well. Uh, we'll see, though. We we shall yeah. see. But I liked it. I actually liked I this too. a lot. I liked this I thought a lot the, more than I anticipated. I thought, yeah, I thought that the Especially art was Especially when you good. warned me of the Freaky Friday thing. Yeah, and the my, Freaky you had Friday. had to stop my eyes from rolling in the back yeah. of my, yeah, my and, skull. Yeah, and so... This is the thing. In the War of the Realms, the regular War of the Realms, we, we haven't got a lot of Enchantress. We haven't gotten a lot of the army of the, the undead. We haven't done yeah, much in South all. America. So with this, we're getting you're getting a little bit more of that, but this is just a you know, a three person team up 
going against a villain. If this wasn't the War of the Realms going on, this could certainly still be Enchantress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just yeah. shows up on Earth trying to cause a, trouble. Remove the title from anybody. the top. It essentially yeah, I do mean, the same thing. Yeah, and and, and put any villain in there. Uh, you know, a magic using villain that could do this, but. You, you tie it into the War of the Realms, and now you, you to me, you kind of get the best of both worlds if you are a regular reader of Captain Marvel. Like I said, if you're listening and you're like, boy, that sounds pretty good, and there's a couple jokes in here, I, I really liked it. You don't have to read this if you're, you know, reading War of the Realms. If you're reading just no. War of the Realms, you've never read a Captain Marvel. Uh, you may not, you don't need to read this, but I'll tell you, it's a really good issue to jump in if you haven't been reading Captain Marvel to kind of see how Kelly Thompson writes. See, you know, this is a guest artist, so that's a little different, but kind of get a feel for the characters, how she writes the characters. And I think that yeah, if like you do that, you may actually continue on with the series and this right now is my favorite issue of the series except for that number one issue that you and aaron had so much problems with remember back then uh but this may even be my favorite issue of the series and it's a weird thing to say that for a tie-in issue you know what i mean but we're gonna i'm gonna end up saying that again later on in the podcast for another one of these issues as well so it actually impressed me that way uh because i'll give it a nine out of ten what would you give it uh i'm gonna give it an eight actually and surprise you a little bit i i like this issue a lot and you know i I wasn't one of those where i was checking the page count or anything um yeah i I like the art surprisingly it's a little bit stylized in a few areas like those spread pages but i really like them a lot anyway and the guest art works out Sorry, if you're my reading the regular <laughs> series. That's fine. But when you're she when you're reading this and the guest artist almost like uh, you know, when you have a normal run, you know, a normal one issue and you all you yeah. have that second flashback artist or for flashbacks or something like yeah. this. I like that they did that because it kind of does yeah, set that apart. Yeah, I, and so. I actually like the story, you know, the story yeah, a I lot did too. here. Despite the Freaky Friday thing, which we just kind of read and and didn't like in that Marvel team up, uh, this one surprised me a lot. So I'm going to go with an eight or an uh, amazing Spider-Man at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, didn't like I it didn't then like that either. One either. I totally yeah. forgot about that. I yeah, blocked this is that my one favorite. from my brain. How about that? How about those were vice versa? These were Freaky Fridays. We'll, we'll yeah. go with that. Yeah, the, but we're going to go on to the like, next though. book. The characters yeah, and, and the dynamic between each other. It's cool. I, yeah, I like it. I thought it was really good. We're going to move on to the next book, the only book that isn't a War of the Realms tie-in, but a book that uh, you, Brandon, I even said in my review today, that you got me inspired to get involved with. And we're kind of, it's kind of like our book our weekend edition book uh and this is dead man logan number eight all right brandon you give us the stats yeah we got dead man logan number eight of 12 here so we only got four left uh ed brisson is writing art mike mike henderson colors by nolan woodard with the name mike it's i know it trips me i wanted to say michael but it's only spelled (laughs) michael yeah mike Mike, uh letterers vcs Corey pettit After a one-way trip back to his original timeline, Logan was captured and tortured by cannibals until he was rescued by his former associates, Danny Cage and Bruce Banner Jr. 
Now we're now we're just jumping now, right back into you, you know life with Danny and stuff. Uh, yeah, and, and this is the problem is we said <laughs> that after the first six issues, both of us were worried. Where you know you have him in our world getting everything right when he went back to the wasteland. I was worried because you know you have six more. We thought that when they even said you have a year to live at that one point, we're like, well, that makes yeah. sense. There's twelve but issues. He, he we'll even get cut that age. down to what? Uh, yeah, and six I mean, months. Or yeah, less? and it seems like maybe. There would have been something different. Do you think maybe the whole X-Men change had to get him out of the X-Men, you know, our regular universe to get back to the wasteland because of this? Or if this was always the plan, I don't mind now because I'm enjoying it. But it just it shocked me that we only spent six issues tying up pretty much all the things we thought we were yeah. going to tie up before then I'm going back to the wasteland. And, when and we, even like really leaving the Mysterio thing is just, yeah. eh, he's kind of changed. I'm going to leave him alone, you know? Yeah, and even there was some things that weren't quite even tied up back and there were like, hey, you're going to get rid of, you know, everything, all these bad guys? No, no, you just go back to the wasteland. And he goes back and he has Danny and Hulk Jr. there. And this issue is pretty much a Hulk Jr. issue, uh, pretty yeah. much through and through. So you yeah, can they fill say. You, definitely fill you in and kind of yeah. like his character and, and how and, he acts and, and like what he's that. up to. I actually like it because we need this. We, you and know, he's aged up so yeah. much since the so last he's been around. So we need to see around. what's going on. So in the background of all this, there is Sabretooth tracking down Logan. He's going after Logan. Now, in the meantime... The tension of that, is there a lot of tension? Because pretty much, well, first off, we only are going to have 12 issues. And I would guess we're going to have Logan die at the end. He is dying. He he, yeah. he says it all the time. We know he, that yeah, he is. brings it up here. Some so foreshadowing. So is this going to be the, the finale, big finale of it? So if that's the case, which we both believe will be, um, having Sabretooth chasing him down, that kind of takes away a little of that tension. And plus you can't have five issues of just that. So you need something. And, and like you said, Bruce Jr. is older. And we want to we we want to know more about him, or else I at least I do. And it's not yeah. getting a lot no, of information I, about him. Too. Is he good? Is he bad? What's and, going on and here? And so you're doing this, and you know if you've read you know Old Man Logan and all that, you know that the hoax in this wasteland it caused some trouble. You know what yeah. I mean? The, the hoax just yeah. walking around so, is yeah, just going to play I with like, a lot of I people. I like the fact she spells out too that. You know, there's good guys out after yeah. him because they don't want any hawks yeah. around. There's bad yeah, guys so, after him because they want to use him as a weapon. As a so weapon. we're not safe anyway. Yeah, so that's the thing. To them right now, there is no good or bad guys. They're all bad for them because they're all going to be after Hulk. Now, this is the problem is unfortunately for Logan, but also unfortunately for Danny and, and Bruce Jr. there is that they did run into Logan, who's being chased by Sabretooth, who now yeah. finds out that they're with a Hulk and, and everything's going to you know come to a head. Uh, I like the idea that those cannibals get their they get their karma uh, right back at them. Oh, they get their comeuppance quickly. Yeah, yeah, I liked it too. And and it is a clever way that Ed Brisson does this because uh, you have uh, Sabretooth goes to them and like he, he finds this village of cannibals and he's like, you know, where did he go? Where did Wolverine go? Like. Oh man, you think that you know I'd want to kill him or do anything to him? He was like an all-night buffet. He could regenerate, yeah. you know, all this. You know, yeah, these I, guys are gross. And so then that's where Sabretooth realizes that okay, you know, you're you're not going to tell me because of that. Like everybody 
in this issue, it yeah, really they points it for out themselves because he kind of yeah. thought they were a myth up until they were so just adamant about, no, yeah, no, no, we were eating the heck yeah, out of it. Yeah, them. we're going to eat it. And, and so with this, it's like the combo of all these people with ulterior motives or double motives because you have these cannibals. They're not going to want to kill Logan because food they source, can keep yeah. eating him. You have people, the good people of this wasteland want to kill Hulk because Hulk is going to be used by others as a weapon. So there's all these different, you know, back and forth with people who are good, bad, and different. I mean, legitimately, when all is said and done, maybe the best thing going here for Logan would have been to just sit and be an all night buffet. I mean, it, it's yeah. horrific, but for all the things that may go down, be they're the about least the least of his die, worries. Really? Yeah, they're like the least of it. <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe with this whole deal wanting to die, you know, that would have made his healing factor go out and all this stuff, whatever. But you do have Sabretooth, who I like to call Franken-Sabretooth. I mean, he looks like Frankenstein's monster in this. But he's like, oh, you guys, y- you're not going to tell me where, you know, Logan, the guy, like I said, the guy goes, you think if we knew where he was, we wouldn't go get him? He was our food supply. And he's like, no, no, I think that you're keeping info because you want to go get him and you don't want me to find yeah. him. Ends up just tearing the throat out of one of the younger guys oh, in this yeah, village and then says, ah, that was pretty gamey. Uh, you know, I might actually start eating some other people if you don't tell me. The guy's like, I'll talk, I'll talk. And, he, you know, what he ends up saying is because uh, Sabretooth wants to know, you know, which way did they go? How did he go and who's he with? And obviously he yeah. ends up saying this, this cannibal's like, yeah, you know, if at the least he's with this green guy who's, you know, yeah. but he probably knows, he knows what a, a Hulk bit. is. So they end That'll up at be one easy point. to track. At one point, they're just burning the village and things like that. Let's say we're too. I mean, that village is is done now yeah. because he doesn't want. Because then you get the idea. He's like, well, if I There's go no off, more I, don't, I don't need you chasing me, uh, you yeah. know, while I'm doing this. So he takes out. Well, then we get, uh, you know, a little deal and some stuff between Danny and Logan, which is good. Again, yeah, I like it. It, I do too. It, it, I'm not. I'm telling you the story itself. Yes, they do travel some distance in in the car that they're in, but the story itself does not go forward that much. But what we get is good character stuff because you're going to have to have a point where Danny's like, "Where the heck were you?" I mean, really, where were you all these years? And it's funny because Logan is just like. Well, you know, I went back in time. I was hanging out and I was doing things. And, yeah. you know, she doesn't that, believe and it she's for like, one really, second. like, if you're going to lie, try to make up something that I would. But also then when he says, no, 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 listen, I- I'm telling the truth. I was back where the X-Men were still alive, you know, before Mysterio's nonsense and what happened to me. And then she said, like, why would you come back? And that's been the question that we've asked since he came back. You know, he, he yeah. ended up having the way to come back and all that. But why would he? He basically just says, this is where I belong. That's, you know, I want to, yeah, I'm going to end be up buried dying, next to his wife. And I want to be kids. buried next to him. So that's, that's a nice moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I'm sure Danny's like, oh, great. Here we go with the wife and kids again. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So while and, they're talking. And she's got to go back to where she wants nowhere to, no business being. Yeah. And, and she, you know, she already mentioned that earlier when yeah. Logan's like, yeah, take me back here. And she's yeah. like, no, no, no. And isn't it Sacramento they want to go to? Yeah, or yeah, he yeah. wants to go Sacramento. to and they, they can't yeah. go. She's like, that's off limits. And like, nah, you know, that's where I want to go. Uh, while they're talking though and talking about this and he does say i'm dying 
And then she's like, really? Like, really dying? Like, how? you can't die. He's like, no, 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 I'm dying. You know, I've lived long, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, and they hug. And then, everybody. like, it's I love it, turn. too. They're hugging. And then Logan's like, well, it's overdue anyway. You know, I, and then Danny's just like, crap, where's Bruce? Yeah. And this is where you get the Bruce information. You, I got the, I got the, at least, inkling in the back of my head while i was reading this that all these books hulk's reading i think he's gonna cure him i I don't think he's gonna die here's the thing he is reading a book on quantum physics in the car uh he's reading crazy stuff yeah Yeah. well he he reads books i can't even pronounce the titles she says he's the smartest person i ever met and uh while this is going on i even said in my review i can't read in the car and you you couple that with reading quantum physics now i I get so sick when i read books It'd be funny, even if I'm sitting here right now, I'm not in the car, I'm sitting at my desk reading quantum physics, I might still throw up. I'm that dumb. (laughs) It just, it will warp my brain. Uh, But no, it'll just put me to bed. If I'm in the car reading, it would take me maybe three minutes. I actually, we went to the buffet uh, a couple weeks ago. And I ended up bringing my tablet because I wanted to. I forget. It must have been a day. It must have been like a Thursday. And I we were going to record that night, yeah, me, you, and Aaron. Yeah. And I needed to read some books because if I'm going to go to that buffet, number one, it, it's like an hour away drive. Now, yeah, then I have the fat guy nap afterwards. And then I, uh, you know, then I have to spend time trying to get my pants back on and stuff. Get, yeah. You know, all the it's stuff I ate. And uh, so I tried to read in the car and I got sick after like three minutes. What I need is Logan to show up. So I have the cannibal all night buffet and then I could just, you know, have it. It's almost like when you go, uh, you ever see them when they make uh, gyros or gyros uh, yeah. where they have that spinning thing of meat where they cut off it. Oh, that yeah. was, that was Logan. That. That was Logan. You're not going to love it anymore. That was Logan. You're a cannibal. <laughs> You're a silly cannibal now. But yeah, they realize Bruce is gone. And she says, like, the one thing that Bruce, there's two things Bruce wants food and books. That's Light, it. He library, doesn't talk yep. much. He just, he loves to read and obviously needs to eat. And Logan's like, we, we passed a library. And she's like, oh no, let's go. And that's where we see that he's being attacked. All so that's going set down. Up. And that set up earlier with the, you know, the good people want him dead because they don't want him to turn into a weapon. The bad people want him as a weapon while the Tranquility Temple yeah. are the this ones that have him This is kind of like some cult. Here. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and so they are going after him and they're just attacking as Danny and uh, Logan show up. And it's pretty cool because as this goes on, they have a secret weapon. The Tranquility yeah, Temple has crazy. a secret weapon. I thought it was Glob at is, first. It, yeah, it does look like it. It's the Hope Killer. It's just this monstrosity. I mean, it's a pink giant monstrosity. It looks yeah. like a non-defined thing that's pink and maybe looks like the Hulk as well. But it starts yeah. to hit. It's like Herman uh, Glob on steroids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it starts to hit Hulk Jr. and ends up hurting him, actually. And that's the problem is uh, Danny's even, you know, amazed because she's yeah. never seen him Seems hurt. really so taking Logan, it to him. Yeah. So Logan's like, all right, you guys get out of here. I'm going to fight this thing. My turn. And yeah. it's kind of like one of those kind of cool, like classic Hulk versus Wolverine, but not yeah, because you have, oh, you have dead man Logan versus this monstrosity. But it is like the, you know, like I said, the classic Hulk versus uh, Logan thing. The thing, the p- worst part ever here, it's, it's horrific because he's fighting this thing. The thing just grabs him and legitimately rips his lungs out of his chest yeah and yep. even logan's like yep he he's ripped like, oh, my lungs out so he's just dying gonna fall here over. yeah he's gonna be dying for a while trouble. and 
And to me, that's going to take a little bit longer than just like, you know, some cuts or things. I mean, these are lungs. Uh, I even said in my review, it reminds me of the song uh, Werewolves in London, where it actually says he'll rip your lungs out. And I was like, oh, my, I've never even thought of that being a legit thing. Now I've seen it. Uh, but yeah, the guy from the Tranquility uh, Temple was Father Eaton, who uh, is the big bad there. But yeah, so when this ends, you have Logan dead pretty much at this moment. You have Danny and Hulk Jr. running off to get away from this temple that are going to take and kill Hulk. And then you also have Sabretooth on their, you know, on their tail, who actually is working for somebody and called it in and said, hey, I know where Logan yeah, headed off to. to yeah, and he's like, I, I, I know where Logan headed off to, and you'll never believe who he He's with so it's almost like it's going to be a two you know stone two birds with one stone thing and uh i really liked it i i, I thought yeah that this i did was, too it's the one thing about this this book even when it's just kind of a you know a setup issue it's still well paced within the book you still get yeah. some big There's moments still you still get some fun yeah you get some action in it too and so i think that it's it's well done that way still you're not going forward that much with the story and because of that and i love the art we i know that we've been criticized for not mentioning the art a lot Uh, i think that what mike henderson does really well in this book you're in the wasteland right there's not much to the wasteland so he concentrates more on the characters and the characters i love their faces and their emotions that's what i'm saying he's able to concentrate more on that most of the panels are very close up so when you have an emotional scene he does a lot with the eyes he does a lot with you know their grimaces and their whatever it will be in that scene because does a good mean logan yeah yeah oh yeah logan just is mean all the time but yeah the surprise that dan he has when she finds out that he legit is dying is really good and because you don't really have to show us much of the wasteland because it's wasteland it, it's just it, it's terrible it's just ripped apart and you know whatever barren so i do like that i like the way even when they're driving it's like more of just the faces going and even when you see them talking like Hulk Jr. is in the back looking at this quantum mm-hmm. physics book with like relaxing in the back. I'm telling yeah. you, at one point he's intense looking at oh, what's I going know. on. Then he's squinting at it because, yeah, I think that, like you said, I think he is trying to figure some things out. And he does talk. It's not a Chewbacca. He's, you know, he does yeah. talk. He just doesn't <laughs> no, talk he does much. Say words. Very yeah, limited. he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just doesn't. He's My not dream a very come talkative true. guy. He doesn't go, and like, I know, Chewie. I know. I'm getting <laughs> the converter God. right here. Right? Is that what or, he does? Or, you know, spell his name out in the actual words when he's just really initials. Yes. That's right. R2 D2. <laughs> I know, Chewie. Brandon is a jerk. Perfect he, he should D2 like Star Wars. Right and then here's R2 D2. Oh, R2, you son of a gun. Oh, you, you missed Jawa my joke. You did Chewie, and I said perfect R2 D2 impression. Oh, I know. Geez. Yeah, it was, that was ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. You don't know what you're talking about. Eight out of 10. We'll get to Bubba Fett later then. Eight out of 10. What would you give? Yes. Me? I'm going to give this a seven. And five, uh, mostly because, yeah, the story doesn't move forward a whole lot, but I do enjoy the setup and the character building we did get with the yeah. uh, Bruce Brander Jr. and and kind of the moments between Hulk and Danny. And then I'm I'm definitely interested in seeing one last saber tooth first Wolverine uh, or Logan yeah. fight to wrap this up. So, yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Well, we're going to go off now to the first section of mail. 
Yo, it's mail call. Ah, uh, yes, it is mail call. And again, I'll mention if Always you want to email us. Yes, all wrong turn. If you want to email us and be on the show and be the star more than me and Brandon, you can email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. You always feel like a star, don't you, when you're sitting yes, here recording absolutely. every Thursday and Monday and, and Tuesday yes. and Sunday and Saturday. You're the star, Brandon. The absolutely. light is shining bright on you all the way up there in Buffalo. World and famous. the first mail is from Johnny Fresno. And he says, hey, weird sciencers, the side mags, he has that in quotes, side mags, were the highlight of episode 85. You guys had a blast with Black Cat number one. I did. And in turn, this made me have more fun with the mag, which is awesome. I haven't read DC for 30 years. This is the opposite of what I get from the DC side of things. When when people read uh, their books and then listen to our DC podcast, they sit there and go, oh, man, you pointed out so many things. Now I don't even like a book I thought I loved. (laughs) I'm like, yep, we're the killer of dreams. But here we're not. We, we, no. we get rid of Eric Shea. We point out now, things that you can chuckle along with come but true. still enjoy. That's what happens. Dreams have come true. I haven't read DC for 30 years, so I can't agree or dispute with the Catwoman kids, uh, comparison. And my comparison was just that people were yelling about that, but I liked Black Cat number yeah. one more than what I was getting with like my Catwoman. It's almost like those people just found out Black Cat is a character and they're all upset about it. I'm like, oh, and she's and been like around for like character. forever, essentially, yeah. as long as Spider-Man. So I don't understand yeah. the issue. Yeah, they're like, oh, man, way to go, Marvel, making up this new canal. <laughs> That's the Twitter <laughs> troll's voice again. Yeah, make up a new character like Selena Kyle. I Why just, don't I just yeah. picture the guy from South Park when they're, when they're battling yeah, that really. guy in World yes. of Warcraft. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm just sitting there with my, my kid hand on the mouth oh way to go marvel (laughs) i do know that black cat number one was a fun ride and i look forward to more so do i what direction do you think the title should go more heists more attention to supporting characters black cat's henchman sunny the security guard can you tell me more about black fox and you know what direction i say would be best of all those all of them yeah. I, I won it all. Uh, I think they'll mix I'm, it in there, kind of like a heist the heist of the week yeah. thing with what Black Fox is mind. doing and stuff uh, like that. I'm Farouk Assault. Uh, you know, I won it all. Do you, yeah, do you and know she's that? Still got the in? Guild of Thieves lingering in the yeah. background too. I yeah, think that's there's a the lot big to thing. Explore, That'll so be the big cool. deal. Is they're going to have to figure out, you know, how she. All she. It's funny too. She just kind of has to say she's sorry. Maybe pay some yeah. money. Uh, and then it'd be fine, but she she don't want to do that. Oh, she a bad Savage I, Avengers well is another mag that is better than just, it has to be. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I said yeah. I'm well experienced no, no, in well, just we, women just refusing to say they're sorry and having yeah, well, to live with I, it. That's so what I, happens. I, I know a lot might of have men to get who used don't to do it. that either. Most <laughs> people who buy the mag, we just lost half of our listeners. Most yes. people who buy the mag will buy it for the rough and tumble characters. He's saying Savage Avengers, which is funny. Uh, it seems as if Savage Avengers was like three weeks ago. It seems so far back. Yeah, it was, uh, and it was just a couple of days. Mr. Dugan could have uh, them running around smacking baddies, but no, this mag has suspense and a cool story. Also, we're still waiting for Elektra to show up proper. In addition to some of Marvel's roughest characters running around. And is this an ongoing series as far as we know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how long uh, do you think it'll go before it runs solicits, out of gas? It doesn't yeah. have that of five at the end no. of it. So I always consider those the ongoings. 
I would guess that if you would have to ask me how long I think that it would go before running out of gas, I'd still say about 12 issues. Yeah. Uh, at 12 one to 18. Point, at one point, trades, you're going to run out of like, you're going to be in the Savage Lands. You kind of got to get out of that. And yeah. when the, you know, when you they do don't something end with up, Conan, he can't be here forever. You know? Yeah. And once the, you know, this God of Morrow uh, ends up uh, coming and going, I mean, I don't know. When they hail Bob that thing out, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. See, these characters don't strike me as the group to just keep regrouping and have a base and you know no. meet for meetings and things like that so yeah, yeah it, no. he does have a point i wonder how long it will yeah come I, I don't know and and it more like you're saying it, it's more of like running out of gas so i i don't want that to happen and i'll tell you right now my favorite book that i wanted to marry invaders it comes out this coming up week that's starting to run out of gas a little and yeah. i need it to pick up again which i think it will but uh, I don't know that that can go on forever either. So there are some books that just are kind of made to be around for like a, you know, a bright light burnout and then leave. So yeah. hopefully that uh, it, they end up ending before they get boring or whatever. Speaking of running out of gas, like Jim, I started out very positive on War of the Realms. I liked issue number five more than you did. While I agree, it's a clip show. And I actually told John Jack, and I think I, I won him over. A montage. Because, yes, it's more of a montage. And and I just thought it because he's like, it's not a clip show because you, you get new things. But it was a montage. And so in a movie where they want to push things quick and get rid of the mundane stuff with a song that rocks over it, then you have a montage. I mean, one of my favorite movies, Bloodsport, I'm telling you, has 17 montages in that movie. I mean, Rocky, you know, Rocky three, great montage. Uh, so when you have though a event book that you are trying to, you know, get everybody on board or whatever, there's no need to montage. You you should be showing all the important things. And some of these things that were pushed over, we brought up is the fact that those were seemed like the most interesting things going yeah. on. Yeah. And yet we just went by they them. To, and they try to do a recap job but I, I don't know it's too it's too scattered and moves on to other things too quickly for me but to yeah follow all really of a sudden they're like hey let's go look into what everybody's doing around the world all of a sudden fight to survive is playing you, you have that song going on da, 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 and then they show you the stuff and then you're gone before you like it it's like one of those wedding soundtracks where they play 90 second clips of the wedding reception songs where's the meat yeah. Where's the cheese? Which is your favorite War of the Realms miniseries tie-in? Do Ugh. you think any are essential to the story? I, I do like the War Scrolls because I like that Daredevil story. Yeah. Uh, in That's that. been my favorite of all the tie-ins um, I've read. But I, like I, I don't know if it's you need to buy because, the whole mag no, because it's, no. it's five bucks and three stories. Yeah. The other two one, don't really one of matter the things much. That Strike Force has had a couple different, like the war team that I liked and things like that. So you kind of have that. But of those others, like Journey into Mystery and Agents of Atlas or whatever, I really don't have a favorite. I really don't. And I'm saying he's talking about those miniseries tie-ins. I, I would have to still say the War Scrolls one is my favorite, though – like you said, I don't know if it's fully worth yeah. it either. So it's tough. Yeah, it's I mean, tough. if you're and reading a series and it ties into it, I think those are the recommended tie-ins for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't yeah, know if I'm yeah. going out of my way to buy anything else really. No, I, I don't think so. But that's why we got so upset about the actual main book. Because then you go to get the main book thinking, okay, we have six issues, solid main book. And then the rest will fill in the blanks, give you a little flavor. And we're not getting much of that main book. We're, we're kind of stalled out and kind of just seeing random scenes that sometimes just 
kind of accentuate the tie-ins instead of the opposite yeah. way. But um, but I do agree. When John Jack was talking about it in the Slack, uh, I do agree that it was giving you some of the scope. But that's the problem is I think that that's one of the things missing as well, like we said in the book, the scope of it, what's going on. I even said when we were talking, what, what are the regular people doing in the world? Like where is, you know, all Joe, Avenger Mountain? You know, yeah, I, that seemed to only <laughs> be out. Manhattan. Is when the, at that one point. So you know, where, where's Johnny Lunchpail? You know, where's yeah. he? Where's he's he? Still going he, to work. He's, he's they're on, they're being held Ubers. up by frost giants on yeah, the two ninety. Really. You know, he's selling skis or something. It's funny because <laughs> the frost giants take over Buffalo. Nobody's going to figure that out until August yeah. when, when they actually do have you know a summer. Yeah. What, what we'll happened? just think you're it's like, a regular Sasquatch yeah. running around. You're you like, know? I keep going over to the Walmart. They still have that big pile of snow, but now it's August. I'm used to that being July, but August. Yeah. Well, Thanks for making great ice, podcasts. It's always there, yeah. you know. That's I, I'm telling you, you don't want to get that ice. I can just see you. you're in <laughs> Buffalo drinking, you know, iced tea and lemonade, and there's rocks in it. Yep. Oh, this is good. Yeah. All your teeth are getting ripped salty, apart. You know. Thanks for making great podcasts. I'll still enjoy every episode. Nice. And thank you, Johnny Fresno. Johnny Fresno is like, what are they talking about? The snow thing. I don't yeah. know what that is, but <laughs> hey, we do. But yeah, that's it for the first section of mail. We had Johnny Fresno had his own section all by himself so we're going to go off now to continue the fun with uh, a book that we haven't talked about in quite some time all right and that book is tony stark iron man we haven't talked about it on the podcast in a while so um i i didn't even realize it took me until actually today to even realize that it's a gail simone uh joint here that she has taken over for this yeah, so, so I was like, you know what? Such a weird creative run on this book yeah. since it's relaunched. Yeah, really. And because of the delays and everything with this book that's gone through and kind of the the overall escape nature of the whole deal, we, we kind of fell apart, you know, fell off of this book. Yeah. So I figured, you know what? Story Let's give it a shot with Gail Simone. Gail Simone's jumping in here. It's going to be War of the Realms. We can just go with that. And I'm glad that we did because I actually did like it. It is Iron Tony Stark Iron Man number 12, written by Gail Simone, art by Paolo Volanelli, color, uh, colors by Edgar Delgado, which I think the colors are great in this, and letters yeah. by VCs Joe Caramanga. And I want to just uh, have a shout out. Right now, you have Alana Smith and Tom Brevoort are the editors. Please, somebody change the font on this credits page. It drives me <laughs> insane. It, it really, you know, here's two things. Here's two, two tips from me. Change and, the and font the, like, on this. Uh, the, the PC thing, like all the circuits behind it drives me drives nuts me too. Nuts. I don't uh, like that. It drives me nuts. I have so much problems reading this first page page here we go yeah stark unlimited seascape was supposed to be a virtual reality wonderland until the interfaces and the users connected to them were hacked by the controller after a tough battle tony and his team freed the escape from the controller but the motherboard ai confirmed tony's deepest fear that after rebooting his dna to cheat death he's merely a simulation of the true tony stark and that is huge and that's something that we yeah, hadn't been keeping up with that was something that started out the entire series that if you remember eric that was what he was most interested in so i'll have to tell him about it and he'll just look at me and shake his head no simulation or not tony is about to face a larger problem the dark elf king malekith has incited a war across the ten realms (laughs) and the battle is about to come to earth and this issue does take place before war of the realms number one now i know that that drives you nuts we already talked about it earlier where i think you almost have to have it doesn't bother me a whole bunch here i like this issue enough anyway and and 
I'll tell you why I, I like it a lot. Uh, first off, we said earlier, Tony, it, he's just making armor in the you know Avengers Mountain. So if you want to have that yeah. issue, I don't know about you. I don't want that issue. No, I'm good. I, even though yeah, I'm good. if you have that issue, sure, he's in it. One of my favorites. But eh, just him making armor. What I do like about this a lot and what we're going to continue later with Deadpool talking about something is this issue actually gives us more Malekith than we have gotten. Actual personal look at and dialogue from and actions doing from Malekith than yeah. we got in any of the regular War of the Realms books. And I liked it where you see that Malekith has gone to Jotunheim and he's, you know, getting people on board with his team. And he does go and get this Soderang, who is a uh, pretty much dragon. an Asgardian dragon. And that's pretty cool. And I don't Likes mind his gold. Asgardian. Yeah. And that's the thing. He is a guy who's triggered by gold. So Malekith goes and like, hey, you know what? I need your help. And the, the main tie into this and what the wraparound is, is, is before the War of the Realms, before issue number one, he's already conquered all nine of the ten. So he's going to Midgard. And he realizes that Tony Stark is a guy who always ends up ruining people's plans you know world domination plans do end up getting stopped by tony and his buddies he cannot do anything with iron so he can't do it now in that it almost seems a little goofy because you know tony isn't exactly made of iron and i don't yeah. even know how much iron just is just his body really yeah I-, I laugh though because i would love to make it seem like this is just what Malekith has heard. I know this isn't yeah. true, but he, it's uh, almost like when you hear- I would change my first superhero name to Iron, and Mik- oh, yeah. Mikaelith or Malekith yeah. would be it's, super it's scared Mikhailith. of me. There you go. <laughs> it, it almost reminds me of when you'd hear that deal of they the, the natives of Iceland called it Iceland because they didn't want anybody to want- Like, who wants to capture uh, ice? So they're oh, it's yeah. Iceland here. And then I wonder, why are the stupid people from Greenland? Why didn't they jump on board? They called it Greenland. But uh, so you're going, and Malachus is like, I need you. I, I can't do anything with iron. And the dragons there are like, well, why should I help you? You and your puny, ridiculous thing. I don't care about your war or whatever. And he's like, oh, did yeah. I tell you? It's almost like if you want a Star Wars reference, Brandon, I know you do. Nope, it's don't. when Luke <laughs> is trying to convince Han that they should go save the princess. And Han's like, I'm not going to do that. And then oh, yeah. Luke just oh, says, that's one of the but few she's I rich. Do know. There you go. Yeah, like, but she's rich. How rich? Uh, uh, richer than you can imagine. It's like, I got a pretty yeah, big imagination. So that's there kind of the deal. See, there you go. You got it. So yeah, the dragon's going to be triggered by the uh gold and he's going to go off and do this uh while this is going on we go back to tony roadies there they're working on a you know a band a headband that can control hulk that would end up being something where if hulk thinks of bad things he says it's a fitbit for things going on so if yeah, he puts this on bruce yeah and yeah emotions he puts it on bruce bruce starts getting upset whatever this will let him know he can work out the you know algorithms whether in fact it's it's for him as well and roadie can tell right did away did you get because- the idea that this giant green thing would come and capsule him too and not like let him freak out or no that's something different no that's just they're, like what he they're says they're just it training it yeah he says he's just testing it on that which is an odd thing to test on a robot but 
but he he goes to do this now in the meantime he has these new worker robots called the smiths that are actually based on the band yeah. the smiths with I morrissey this, which is one of my gonna favorite blow up in his face here yeah, very quickly i like quickly. the smiths though there because uh roadie's like oh you know the smiths oh man and he's like no no it's the band because they start out real miserable and then they got okay that's that's a little in joke for people who like the smiths which i would say that you probably don't right have you no, listened to the I don't, band i've that, never heard yeah. of, that joke went over my head because i don't know yes. who they are I yeah guess. you would it would not be your i don't think the smiths are allowed in buffalo they, they wouldn't go well up there but yeah roadie's upset because roadie basically <laughs> says and roadie knows stuff's going wrong it, right yeah you're testing oh, he a warns robot right off the bat. with robot helpers and he says listen tony these are the things the government doesn't like about you you can't Test AI with AI. Yeah, too much AI it, going this on. This is here. what happens no, when no you human have. Involvement. Uh, yeah, this is when we have the robot uh, takeover. The robot apocalypse is going to come. They're going to take over because of you. And it's happened many a times with you, Tony. And he's like, well, yeah. and then Almost Rhodey realizes. Here. Yeah, and Rhodey realizes the whole deal is like, are you doing this to try to, you know, get on you are you trying to use this so that you can control yourself you know and and they do go back to that whole virtual reality escape drinking that he did uh especially yeah. now that tony realizes that he is pretty much an ai copy of himself that if he did drink and get drunk in the escape that kind of is you know, kind of more it than counts, what I we guess. were kind of, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying because he is that, which he wanted to know. Um, but again, I, I always go with the idea that that's just makes him more and more Tony Stark. You know what I mean? But he needs, yeah. he wants to find something that can control him. So yeah, this thing goes nuts. It goes nuts. He ends up having <laughs> to blow its head off. Um, but he does take this band, this headband and goes off with it because he's going to try to use it on himself as well is what he was trying to test it for. Well, we go on then and we see that our man has arrived. The dragon, he's in man form, Soderang. I keep forgetting his name, but Soderang is... Yeah. Has arrived. I, in man I, form. I would not pronounce yeah. it correctly. Anyway. No, and he he shows up with his burning hands and just basically says, "Where is Tony? Because I'm coming here to get the gold. And if he's not here, I want the gold. Let's go." Tony's just hanging loose, trying to see if this you know whole band thing works. Taking when, everything a little too literally that Malekith said to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like oh, yeah. th- thinking Tony's sitting on piles of gold in this building yeah. or something. Oh yeah, he thinks that. He that's what he thinks, and it's funny because. Because he's just a dragon. He's there and he's like, you know, where's this gold? Where's the, the piles of gold? And I like they're like, it's not here. It's like everywhere. It's uh, it's almost yeah. like, you know. Stock it, it's market, a, maybe? Yes, yeah, that Wall Street. It, this thing just attacks. The dragon just attacks. And one of the things going forward with this is Jocasta has been missing. She's gone. You do have Bethany still, but they can't use the defenses because out of nowhere the defenses at stark unlimited are being programmed through latin which is messing everything up and yeah, you nobody have, knows how to use it yeah, yeah no they they don't know latin who knows latin i, I took latin no. one year in college one of the worst classes i've ever taken in my life i, I didn't know, know why what was you going would do on. that <laughs> i'm telling you it's a dead language that wanted me to kill myself uh, but it's the reason but yeah so yeah so you have roadie go off and then you have Dr. Shapiro, the cat, jump in his mecca, and they go on attack. And and that was kind of just thrown, 
Yeah, I, I like, didn't oh, understand really what goofy. was going on there. I'm like, okay, I'm rolling. Yeah, with they're it. just like we're gonna have to go old school. They go to attack and everything, and they're there. And there's little kitty Doctor Spiro. He's gonna attack too. And they're fighting off this dragon. They're having problems. Tony does show up then, and Tony shows up yeah. and just starts. You know, they start going, and and I like Gives this idea too. I love too. He gives him the one two, and then says, "Hey, I, I defeated Fing Fang Foom. Like you're going to be nothing." And I love that yeah. the dragon stops. And he's like, "Really? Like you really fought Fing Fang Foom?" And I have just this like weird little stop. And he's like, I "Well, know. I you know too. what?" Yeah, and he's like, "You know what? I, I'm going to have to go off here. If you're that powerful and you're doing all this stuff." I'm going to have to go up and gather some more spells, but you know what? I'm going to leave something behind. I'm going to kind of do something here. I'll I'll check you later and leaves. And when he does leave, he he just leaves. And uh, Tony's sitting there and all of a sudden his armor is glowing with magic. It's, uh, you know, you're leaking magic. And he's like, wait, what? And uh, yeah, I like this. I I actually did like it. And I I haven't liked Iron Man in a while. And no, I actually almost since this it came good. out. And again, <laughs> and also I want to mention time for almost that, no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you uh, the thing that the robot, the Hulk robot that Tony made that he had that headband thing on it has three names, by the way, it's either Hulk bot gamma droid or Mr. Incredible. So I wanted to point yeah. that out. I thought that well, was funny, whatever angers a, Bruce the least. Yeah. And this is, this is uh you know, classic Gail Simone. If if you don't like Gail Simone's, you know, I'll show up and throw some pop culture references there. I'm going to have some fun with it. I'm going to, you know, throw in some jokes. I'm going to throw in a kitty cat. Uh, you may be infuriated by this. I like that stuff. Yeah. So I'm always down. I, with I it. like it. And I, it depends I like how it. she does it. I guess sometimes she's very hit or miss with me right now. And I actually no. like this one though. She, she, hit yeah, this I like one, it. So. I like it. And if we ended up having that, we find out that later she's going to take over this book. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah I don't, this mind, is my I don't favorite, mind that either. Needs this some is new my favorite anyway. Iron Man issue pretty much for a long, long time. Uh, especially since like the very beginning when we were still trying to figure out where the book was going and then realized it really wasn't going very far anywhere. Uh, so I did like this again. It's another one of those things though. If you're reading war of the realms and you're like, Oh, well, Jim, tell us if this is necessary. It's not, these aren't going to be for yeah, the no. most part. If All you're the reading books Iron Man talking, and you enjoy yeah. Iron Man, it's a good but issue. It, yeah. Or Man. if you fell off of Iron Man and just want a little Iron Man action, uh, you can go into this and, and there you go. You get some things and, and Gail Simone, it, it does start before War of the Realms number one, but it also ties into a lot of the stuff from the run up until now. So if you are reading the run up until now, there's no reason not to get this because it does continue the regular story as well with him figuring out that he's not real, you know, human. He's more of an AI copy type deal of Tony Stark and things like that. So you continue that. So because of that, I gave it an eight. I'm kind of between a seven, five and an eight, but I I like the art a lot. So I went up to an eight. What would you give it? I'm going to give it a 7-3. I liked it a little less than Old Man Logan. Like There were a few parts kind of referencing some of the things that happened in the past that I, I just wish they would move on yeah. from kind of a little bit. But other than that, kind of, uh, you know, I keep saying kind of. Everything that happened going forward for War of the Realms was actually enjoyable, and I, and I look forward to where this cliffhanger goes. So I'm, I'm excited to, to see next issue. I just want to hit sound effects. But yeah, we're going to go off now. And then, there. You got you got more uh, than four or five working hello, tonight. Weird science. Edit that out. <laughs> right here on Weird yeah, Science. There, we go. Go. So. there you go. 
I have a lot there. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go off. Actually, there's wrong turn. Just told us what we're going off to. We're going to go off to our second mail section. Yo, it's mail call. Yes, it is. Do you number hear me, two. Brandon? Do you yes. hear me, Brandon? Mail know. section number two is going to start with a real quick one from Dino, who says, Jim and Brandon, Marvel printed the weird science line in my letter to Domino Hot Shots. Enough said. And it Subliminal is messaging and guerrilla marketing. I ended up That's sending it off to uh, Brandon right away when Dino sent that. I ended up getting a uh, screenshot of that. That's pretty awesome. Thank you, yeah, Dino. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, yeah, and we're going to go on to the next email and the last email of the night. It's Jacob with a K who says, Dear Jim and Brandon, Enjoyed this week's podcast. I'm glad you felt the same way about Black Cat comic as I did. Really enjoyed this comic because it felt like a change of pace from the other Marvel comics. I've noticed there isn't many villain comics on the Marvel side of things, which is a bummer. Not to say Black Cat is a villain, but I would say her morals are similar to one. And it's funny, too, because when I first started... Yeah, when I first started the DC podcast, I was listening to the Comic Vine podcasts. That's where I was getting, and so were you. Me and you used to yeah. talk about it. And uh, I, they were really into a lot of like the Magneto book at that point. And yep. you know, they they actually the had books. they actually had a bunch of villain books. And it's funny at that point to me, not knowing all the things that were going on and all that, every time there was a villain book, I always assumed and usually rightly so, that it was Cullen Bunn doing them, because at one point that was his M.O., that he was like, man, Cullen Bunn really can write the villains. <laughs> he even came over to D.C. then and did the Sinestro book yeah, at that point, right. whatever. And so while I was listening and not reading the Marvel stuff, it always seemed like they had a ton of these villain books. Then when, when we started the Fresh Start you know, podcast that we're doing right now, uh, they had just kind of finished up the Thanos book and things like that right before Fresh Start. So there were some, but since then, he's right. There's not a ton of uh, villain books. And I do always like those for a change of pace. But I wanted to talk quickly about Guardians of the Galaxy. I enjoyed the first two issues of the series, but after that, it started going downhill. I think Donnie Cates is tying, uh, trying to tie up loose ends in Infinity Wars in this first arc before getting into the series. That's why I keep saying that I'm waiting for that to yeah. finish and waiting for First it. And that's why a lot here. of times, a lot of times, um, a lot of people are uh, not arguing with me, but they're amazed or yelling that I should really love it. And why don't I love it? And I just said, and I said it on the podcast, it doesn't feel like a guardians of the galaxy book yet. It feels like a Donnie Cates tying up things. Book. Yeah. And, he, and that's he's got a checklist when he too. got the, handed the book and he's got to do yeah, these and things. I, I first. think I even said at one point, like, when this is all done, let me know. And then, you know, then I'll be back. But Guardians Annual brought back some of the fun that we had in the first Oof. issue. And I would much rather see the exploration of that cliffhanger going forward. I have to say, I didn't enjoy a lot of War of the Realms tie this week. There was only one that stood out that kept me entertained. That one being the Deadpool tie-in, and that's what we're ending with tonight, and we're ending with it because me and Brandon both loved it. I have yet to read a Deadpool event tie-in that I haven't enjoyed, and the seriousness of something uh, monstrous like War of the Realms, even though we're only getting the highlights of it in the main book, it's fun to see it from Deadpool's point of view, see the wacky characters introduced, and that that is kind of a a thing Scotty Young gets to play with, because you don't have to be serious, and if you were, it'd be ridiculous, so you can be ridiculous, and still have fun and that was a lot of fun i've heard rumors about the event in december being a spider-man event but i honestly think it'll be a mephisto (laughs) event and we've said that that's what we think it is as well there's too many times he has shown up for him not to be doing something too what with him in every single book right now what do you guys think about it i i agree 
I think it's a Mephisto thing. That's now. my call. That's probably I, gonna, I heard a yeah. rumor for Iron Man too, so which I'm hoping is not true, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. They don't got Iron much Man momentum is, going for Iron Man to have an event out of nowhere. So. An Iron Man, Mephisto, Spider Man event. It there could we be go. Everything. I mean, give, every everybody give Iron has Man a wish, right? Back for uh, for uh, that, price. That's that's why I just said it. I think that that might happen. Actually, yeah. maybe that's the way he'll get it. Sorry for the long email. That was not that long. Hope you no. have a great rest of your weekend. But Brandon's weekend's not even halfway done because no, he, his weekend starting. extends to Monday. Yep. That's ridiculous. Get on the get with everybody else. Well, you, you I'm working shrub. Saturday when everyone else is, hey, you know, drinking you. beer in the backyard. So beer. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to sleep <laughs> on Saturdays, taking my son to football and having parties. Sincerely, Jacob. We had a party for my son Zach. He graduated uh, high school and is going off to the Marines. And boy, there was a lot of drinking at that party. I I didn't drink. I I do not drink. I almost did. I almost had some, but I had to record some stuff later and things like that. It always gets in the way of a good time. But that is the end of the mails for the night. Uh, I think that what Brandon would say no, is mail no, that's not true. It's, it's over. It's you hear me, Brandon? <laughs> yes, I hear you, Brandon. But we're going to go off now. To the last book, the one that we talked about, we're going to be talking about Deadpool. All right, and that is Deadpool number thirteen. It seems like there's more issues in this series than than there actually is. It's very than odd. There really have been. Yeah, yeah I think at, we at, skipped a few. We didn't yeah, talk we only did. about well, a at, couple. But at one point, we actually stopped, like at issue three, and then we kind of got back to it. But I'm glad we did because once we started getting back, it was only to it, at like six. I think we only yeah. skipped three of them. Now, yeah, it's, it just seems like there should be a lot more issues of going on. And as we're saying this, I am delaying because I'm trying to find this credits page that is i got it here it's in the middle of the book for some strange reason it is deadpool number 13 written by scotty young illustrated and colored by nick klein lettered by jeff eckleberry and it says Malachus forces poured in through a portal in New York and quickly spread across the globe. Trolls have invaded Australia, finding its unforgiving landscape and multitude of hilariously vicious and deadly wildlife to be much to their original home. Who can possibly rescue the land down under from this terrible plight? And it is Deadpool and he's going to head off. Uh, and this book is obviously it's Deadpool. So you're going to have a lot of fun. There's a lot of references. There's going to be, and I even said in my review on the site for once, you know, the, they're taking their time out from making fun of Canada and now it's off to Australia and you start off with, you know, basically, uh, Al find out like, Hey, tell me from the beginning. All right. I'll tell you from the beginning. There were the God created man. And then, and yeah, then they wanted light. The and, and then they, and she's like, I didn't want all that. Oh, well you said the beginning while well, he's packing to <laughs> go. Yeah, and half, real of, story. half of, of the deal that's being packed was weird. Al. So there's like, you know, there's our blind now there's, you know, a tennis racket. There's a fish. A goldfish, a toaster, and even like the goldfish. Weird Al would be good too. Yeah, Weird Al would be. And like, hey, what'd you mistake this goldfish for? And she's like, I didn't. I'm just sick of how it smells. It stinks. And so (laughs) he ends up going off. Uh, with Nagasonic Teenage Warhead, who we haven't seen in the book in a while. So it's it's yeah. pretty cool. It didn't even look like her at first yeah, to me. It, that was my yeah. one complaint but he's here. there, and she's like, hey, you know, let's get going. He has the movies. He's got some Katherine Heigl movies. He's got Pretty Woman. He's got, uh, you know, 27 Dresses, I'm sure. One of your all-time favorites. And yes. she flies him off. Just above the rundown. Yeah, she flies him off to Australia, and they get there, and she just kicks him out. 
he ends up in the middle of pretty much the outback and not the, the desert, restaurant yeah. but the outback itself no, unfortunately these trolls come i it'd be great if they're like a blooming onions there you like the blooming onion you a fan the blooming onion yeah, only if it's hot it's got to really? be hot if that thing gets cold yeah. i don't want nothing to do with it yeah uh my wife likes it but she actually has the opposite deal because the one time we got i've only been to the outback a couple of times so i did like it um but when she ended up biting into it it was so hot that <laughs> she burned her mouth and was so mad and yeah. then i got to eat it all but yeah he's there and he's there with his goldfish so there's deadpool with the goldfish these trolls are there and the big <laughs> thing about this is that spelled out at down. the beginning is you have Deadpool there to stop the trolls, but the trolls really are fine with their situation because the Outback, you know, is pretty much what they're used to. They like to dig. And this is the thing you have to remember. And it's something that threw me off at first because for some reason I thought trolls and I, instead of thinking trolls, I thought ice giants, you know, the, and so that's not what this is. It's See, the I only knew the ice giants are just always blue. So that's yeah. the only reason I'm that doesn't I'm just saying when they said me. they were going there and they're like, oh, you know, yeah. the trolls like Australia because it's like where they're from. And I was like, that doesn't seem right. But then once I got there, I realized, oh, yeah, trolls. And the funny thing is earlier when Deadpool's telling the story about how he's being sent to Australia, even as there's a part with Captain uh, Marvel where she's like, good day mate uh, you want a shrimp on the barbie does yeah oh i and, love and that knows. joke it's they so do the good. steve irwin joke and always steve too irwin, soon he says always too soon and with that he's also saying you know there's all these trolls that i'm gonna have to fight he's thinking of those troll dolls they have all the hair and yeah. it's not real forced in it's just you see them on the bottom you're like and even uh, now it's like i hope that you didn't think that these trolls were like those stupid dolls like these are real t- ah, you don't know what you're talking about you're blind But yeah, so he goes off. So these trolls, (laughs) you know, they're digging in the dirt. They're having fun. I like digging in the dirt. When I was a kid, I'd dig in the dirt. I was kind of, my mom used to call me a troll now and again. Looking for worms. Yeah, I used to do that. And, you know, and and you're kind of a troll online. So you would like it in Australia, right? Is that that what he's saying? All all the trolls are from Australia because they like it. I'm telling you, I've seen videos where they're claiming Australia isn't even real. So there you go. But yeah, so um, you go. If they told me there were real life trolls in Australia, I wouldn't even bat an eye. I would believe yeah. them. Right, here's the thing. I don't think I'll ever step <laughs> foot on the soil of Australia in my life. I'd love to. My uh, guy I, I worked with, we used to call him Big Bob. Uh, we called him Big Bob because he was 600 pounds. He was big. He always had this <laughs> dream to go to Australia. And this is a true story where he ended up dying. He, you know, amazingly, a 600-pound man had a heart attack. Yeah. But he was typing. In the middle of the plane trip was, to no, Australia. No, he was typing. And what ended up happening is his sister and the people I, I used to work with them. And then I, I ended up changing jobs to work with Eric at my new place. But these guys got a hold of me and said, hey, Bob died. And it's a shame. He was a nice guy. But they're like, yeah, you know what he was doing? The last thing, two things. He was saying awful things about Obama. So I think that karma got him there. <laughs> but also he had Racist. actually. Just booked. He just booked this trip to Australia. And he said to me, his constant thing was, I have to go to Australia before I die. He actually booked the flight that night. It was one of the last things he did and had a heart attack. So what I'm telling you, people, don't chase your dreams. Let them yeah. die or you will. But yeah, so he ends up in <laughs> Australia. Uh, and even with uh, Captain Marvel's like, that ain't a knife. This is a knife. I'm like, that's awesome. It's all the yes, late 80s show, Australian yeah. you know, jokes when everything was 
you know, pretty much Australia crazy here in the US. Um, but he's there. He he runs into these trolls and they're just going to kill him. And a lady shows up in a souped up monster truck and acts like Arnold in Terminator 2 and says, come with me if you want to live. And they go off and he even says like, you know what? And he actually makes fun of Scotty young the writer where he's breaking the fourth wall and he's like really you're doing this you know kids at home for two weeks on break you know you're doing all this and you're just throwing in one-liners of arnold i mean really that's how you're going to do these reveals but they end up going and the fun of a, a deadpool thing you know like jacob said is the characters that are involved in there, and you get yeah. three that are really it's like a Mad Max really vehicle good. that picks yes, them it up. Is. And, it's like and Mad some Max, cool they go in, yeah. Stuff. So you end up going, and now I want a book with all these characters in it because I the know, girl's named fun. Nancy yeah. Nuke, and she could just nuke anybody. Uh, you have Captain Outback, who is pretty much the Australian <laughs> Captain America, and then the, best, the Australian flag, the Tasmanian yeah. Devil. But you can't call him the Tasmanian Devil because that's copyrighted and they'll get sued. But yeah. basically, he is the Australian Daredevil. Daredevil yeah. And it's so It looks exactly like him, just with it's the beard. It's so great. That's all. It's so great. And I love the idea, just the talk that they have here. They start arguing. You end up having the Tasmanian Devil and Nancy Nuke fighting so much that Deadpool realizes that they're married. And at one point- They're married. That, the Tasmanian devil, he's he's a nocturnal. He's like Batman. He only comes out at night. And basically his wife, Nancy Nuke, says, you are only nocturnal because you don't want to hang with me at night. I'm like, that is a good, <laughs> that's a good plan. It, yeah, it's basically it's awesome. what Tasmanian devil does there is basically what Tanya yells at me about the podcast because I podcast at night. And she's <laughs> like, you just do it to avoid me. Uh, I my said, favorite yeah. joke, too, is when they make fun of Deadpool for always doing the one eye squint. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, I do that great. I mean, that's my thing. He also has the fish there and all that. But they're they're just – it's there for fun. It's there for laughs. Yeah. She, they're there like, hey, we're here to get rid of these trolls. We're going to do – we're going to be the troll-busting team. I like it too. I, I love Captain Outback where he's just like – he's always flexing. He's huge. But they, they sit there and like, he's strong, right? He's pretty strong. And I'm wondering if maybe he is not that strong. <laughs> that, that They're just suit, all dressed up. That yeah. suit is the thing, maybe. Fake but he's muscles like, or something. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's like, you know, we're here on the It's like the a troll, troll costume. Busters. You got the, the fake muscles yeah. built yeah. into it. So it's pretty good. He's like, we're the troll busters. We're going to get going with this. At the moment, though, we've been set up that really you're not going to need to do much because the trolls, they're pretty content to be they're sitting around. Way. They've changed yeah. now. They're having a big meeting. They're having a big, you know, it's the halftime speech to, to get back in the second half and, and turn things around yep. because the Charles like, listen, we're going to take this. We have so many of us. There's not many humans in these cities here. We could kind of take them and make this oh, whole, yeah, overwhelm them. Yeah, make this whole deal ours, and they are fired up. It's pretty much, you know, it's Braveheart, troll, decide. And they're yelling, and now troll they're heart. heading off to destroy the city. I mean, with, you know, war machines. You, you have all these siege machines and things like that. Uh, in the meantime, you have our troll-busting team, which I love. They're, it's hilarious. And, yeah, there's, yeah. you know wall breaking deals here the dialogue's great as it always is uh scotty young really 
gets this book, really gets the character and really can have some fun. And again, if you are reading War of the Realms, this isn't necessary. But if you want to see if you want, like you're already reading War of the Realms. You're like, I haven't read Deadpool. I like the character. I like Ryan Reynolds, you know. Check it out because this is hilarious. It shows you how good the book is. Scotty Young's leaving soon, but, uh, you know, that's a shame. But, yeah, other than that, I would say that this is a buy for me. If we went with your old deal that you used to do on the Marvel Madness, this is definitely (laughs) a buy for me. Um, But, yeah, I I gave it a 9. I gave it a 9 out of 10 on the site. I'm telling you, I could probably go a little higher. The only reason is it still is just a Deadpool book. But if you go by the – goofy action Yeah, if you go by the thing, though, that you – you know, a book is a book and you have to rate it by what it's supposed to be. Uh, This could be a 10 out of 10 because it's – clearly a deadpool book and it's a lot of fun you have great art i know you said that nagasonic teenage war and you know you, you had a little problem with her yeah, that was i all. saw that it that was, was her it, right though. away but uh, everything else is great and the the troll buster team just looks great they're, they're hilariously yeah, great i like uh, I love Captain Outback. Just there, he's got that big smile on his face. He's humongous. I mean, if these muscles aren't real, it's ridiculous how big he is to be pretty strong. Uh, but yeah, I like it all. Uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I would give it a nine too. I I like the art other than, like I said, my one complaint, which I voiced. And I, I like all the characters and they did a good job of giving them each kind of a few moments to let their yeah. names and what their personalities and what they do kind yeah, of stick again, in my head or what continue. they're supposed they, to do. None these, of them have done anything yeah. yet. So we don't no. know if they're just fakers or I what. Know. So. And, and these things are, and even with that, you have Nancy Nuku can just walk out and blow up and even deadpool makes fun of it it's like really like she's just allowed to walk around normally she's a nuclear bomb i mean that's <laughs> really nuke, ridiculous yeah. but hey i'll go with it. uh but yeah most of, of these land down there and I, I like how i know that you didn't like the way that it was set up you know where some things with these tie-ins you know the tony stark before war of the realms number one what i do like though is you have these things seem to be two issues long these little things and they continue yeah, they next they continue you next month when the war of the realms ends so you kind of have everything end up once and then go now what i'll be mad is if we're going to do a book in september and they're still trying to catch up and they still have tie-ins then uh, then that'll that'll be be ridiculous but i do like the idea that i think they were waiting for the cf a june and july book to kind of get it where everything's fired up for that finale so i do like that but yeah uh i like most of the books tonight i I was very positive i I think that these are as a group, my favorite tie-ins of, you know, single or solo issues not being the miniseries tie-ins, I think that these were some of the best that we've gotten since this whole event started. Uh, so that yeah. was pretty good. Now, we're going to end now with a little tentative lineup. I wanted to t- let everybody know kind of what would be coming up this week, including our Patreon spotlight that does come out on Wednesday. And we said those are the books, the two books picked by the bed butts that are only going to be featured on the Patreon that you can go over at patreon.com slash weird science and join up to, you know, hear us talk about that. Usually about an hour long. That one is. And right now it looks like silver surfer black. Number one's definitely a Patreon spotlight book. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's got tons. 
There is a fight for the second place, but it seems like Invaders number six may win out with that. So that's a pretty hefty, uh, you know, Patreon spotlight. So if you want to hear those, head over to Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash weird science. Again, these come out Wednesday night, that one. Thursday regular show, I think it'll probably be The Amazing Spider-Man number 23 with a hunted epilogue, Immortal Hulk number 19, and Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number seven. With that, I almost put X-Force into the Thursday thing because then Sunday night, next week's weekend edition, would pretty much be all Spider-Man books. This is where if people complain <laughs> Marvel has too many Spider-Man books, you're yeah, going to see it. right? It's going to hit hard right here because I think that next Sunday we will be talking Spider-Man Life Story number four, Superior Spider-Man number seven, Symbiote Spider-Man number three, and then X-Force number nine, and... I, I wanted to show you there, Ironheart number seven, uh, because oh. we've been told by everybody we have to get involved, and it looks like it might be kind of a one-shot uh, with Nadia, the Wasp. So uh, I always love her. So with her book kind of going down, uh, I'm seeing that maybe that would be a cool time. So we'll see how it is. I want to check into some of these books now and again and see how they're doing. And people are yeah, we'll brand see. new raving. I mean, listen, you're already <laughs> huffing and a puffing, but yeah, that is it. Thanks everybody for the deal. Like I said, go over to our website to see all the reviews, email us for next Sunday, check out our Patreon, all that jazz, but we'll talk to you in a couple of days.